trying to make y'all comfortable. Ooh, let the dogs out. Oh, I thought I was going <laughs> to say my line first, and then we were going to sing a song. <laughs> Well, anyway, welcome back to the Inside Feed. I'm Lisa Redman. I'm Emma Adams. We have a very special episode for you today. Yes. We are going to talk all things expansion draft because it finally, finally. happened. And yes. there's finally players on the roster. And we're going to dedicate this entire episode to all things expansion draft yes. with a special interview with Water Dogs head coach and the man who made all of those decisions, Andy yes. Copeland. So because we're new here, we're going to give you a little background on Lisa and I. So we are the social media coordinators here at the PLL, and on top of working together, we also live together, and we sit next to one another at work, and we room together while we're in season. So A lot of time spent together. Yeah, and our boss figured, you know, let's just, like, give these two girls a podcast and see what happens. Yep. So here we are. Um, and, you know, we're going to give you an inside scoop on everything that's going on, you know, what is being said on social and just give you some information that you really can't see on TV or social media. Yep. Bring you really inside the office. And yes. Get you all the information you need to know. Yep. And here is a rundown of how our show is going to work. Each week, we are going to start with the big stories happening in the league, bring in our pros, coaches to sit down and chat with us run through some fun hypothetical scenarios and then round out our show with a segment called that's speed boy where i'm gonna put emma's pll knowledge to the test but let's get into our big stories it's really the big story and the yes. reason for the special podcast special. is that the water dogs roster has begun to take shape it's here it's andy finally. copeland selected his 18 players and some notable names on the roster are drew snyder Ryan Drenner, Brody Merrill, Connor Kelly, Christian Cuccinello, and Noah Richard. Yes. I love this roster. I think for me, Very when unique. I, when I, exactly, when I first saw it, I was kind of like, what? But I, looking at it again and seeing, you know, the range of guys and he honestly stayed true to everything that he's said up into this point. Mm -hmm. You know, he, it's a lot of high character guys, but it's also guys, you know, there's that veteran leadership that you need in the yep. locker room and there's also those new guys that kind of didn't get the spotlight and you know everything that you want in a player so I think he really did a really good job uh, saying what he wanted and staying true to that yeah and he came in to this entire process sort of knowing what plan he wanted to take he right. went through like a very serious vetting process right. with all the eligible players for him um and yeah, he he. I get the sense that he knows what he's doing, and right. he's very confident that he knows what he's doing as well. I was intrigued by Brody Merrill just because, not because mm -hmm. of his play, but I was curious if he was going to take the leap of faith with him, just with the uncertainty and the unknown of how long he's going to be playing. Right. But he went for it, and his explanation was fantastic yeah. on the draft. He said he had a wonderful combo with him. Yeah. So, so I trust it. Right. I'm all in. Um. So I'm excited. I, I was not. I expected him to pick Drew Snyder. Yeah. Connor Kelly, Ryan Drenner, Christian Cuccinello. I thought those were all sort of everyone was like, yeah, You're, you got to take them. Exactly. I was surprised by the goalie choice. Yes. Charlie Cipriano. Mm -hmm. um, I think people probably just expected Adam Gittleman. Yeah. But his reasoning behind picking Sip makes total sense yeah i was surprised by kyle mcclancy too but again after hearing him sort of explain why he made that choice it all makes sense yeah i think as we talk the reactions are starting to come in i'm curious 
we've gotten a lot of DMs yeah. just through this process of people thinking that Andy Copeland runs the Water Dogs account. And I will confirm with you that he does not. <laughs> um, but a lot of people come to us. And I think two stood out to us mm-hmm. just through the account. One was, and I can't, I wish we could have gotten like some kind of reaction from her, but Chris Sabia's sister. Chris Sabia's family goes hard. I'll yes. Tell you that much. So she reached out to us. Um, I would say probably like a week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And she said, I think you should draft my brother, Chris Sabia. He's the best 1v1 defensive player ever. And he is so good at lacrosse. Aww. It's so sweet. It's just like. Well, Andy called him the number one defenseman. Yeah. During his pick. So, I mean, I think we're finally going to be able to see that. I know. This season. So, Chris Sabia's sister, your wish has been granted <laughs> by Andy Copeland. <laughs> Another wish that was granted was this guy. His name's Joey. Joey. Every single day since the protected and unprotected rosters were released, mm-hmm. he has messaged the Water Dogs, giving a reason why Andy Copeland should draft Noah Richard. It's a lot Every of reasons. Every single day. <laughs> I'm going to read a few. Yeah, read. I would love to hear a few of his reasons. Um, Day two, draft Noah Richard. He personifies grit. Mm-hmm. And let's just like note, in this group, it's water dogs and it's the barstool guys so it's some like it's like this one was hey guys good morning to the barstool guys congrats on the new investor you know who's an even better investment noah richard gotta draft him <laughs> Whoever this how, man you guys, how are you guys doing mine's been a little rough with classes but you know what's getting me through is knowing noah richard is going to be a water dog whoever this guy is <laughs> do you want to be my friend a belated happy birthday to co-owner big cat but you know who's six two and has unlimited potential noah richard draft him <laughs> Draft Noah Richard, you guys, who you guys got in the Super Bowl? I got the Chiefs. Pat Mahomes was a franchise changer, much like Noah Richard will be. <laughs> um, Get you someone wait. that supports you as much as this guy supports Noah Richard. Uh, what's another one? You have, so the last one was, you have one job. I swear to God, if you draft Noah Richard, Water Dogs merch will be entering my closet and money will be in your pockets. Well, this guy is having the best day ever. So I wish I could have seen his reaction, but Joey, your wish was granted Shout by out Andy Joey. Yeah, what a hype man he is. I know. Noah Richard is a great guy, so. I know. He's hilarious. Excellent so. choice. I I am sure, I wish we could have gotten a camera to see that guy's reaction. I really wanted to, like, call him, but... I also didn't want to, I don't know. I just didn't want to like ruin it for him. I just didn't know. So, well, he's having a great day. That's for sure. Okay. Let's not make the people wait any longer. Here is Water Dogs head coach Andy Copeland in his first interview since making his 18 picks in the expansion draft. Please welcome to the show in his first interview since Wednesday's expansion draft, head coach of Water Dogs Across Club, Andy Copeland. Yes, Copeland. Thanks for having me, guys. Glad to be here. Big day. How are you feeling? It's official. It it is official. We have a team, and we got uh we got a pretty good one. I love these eighteen days. So we uh we feel really good about where we're at. What like how did what were those phone calls like? I know you called each of your guys. How did that go? I mean, what do you what do you say? You're like, hi. What's what's up? Congrats. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they were uh, they were very positive phone calls. I think we got some excited uh, dogs, and uh, it, it was great. It was 
I mean, obviously, I'd, I'd talked to, to these 18 uh, prior to it becoming official, along with many other ones as we were kind of just vetting out guys and going through the whole process. Uh, but when I called yesterday with, uh, with the congratulations, um, everybody was thrilled. It was, uh, it's a, it's an, it's a really good group of guys. And I think guys who are just excited at the, at the chance to kind of reinvent themselves, uh, wearing a different color. So it's, uh, it's all been positive. Who was the most excited? Would you say like, which call was the most like fun? fun. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, boy, I mean, I, I I really liked Chris Sabia's response. I mean, there there might have been you know a couple of cuss words there, so I'll, I'll kind of steer clear <laughs> of that. But uh, but no, there were uh, there were guys that are fired up, ready to ready to really do this. So um, it's uh, it, it's a good group, as I mentioned, and that obviously was uh, something we we put up on a pedestal. I just wanted like really right. high character dudes that that we wanted to spend time with and build with, and uh, and I think that's what we got. Right. We go. I thought. You and I have talked, but let's go back to when you were interviewing for this job. I think the talk around the office was that you went into this interview wanting this position and wanting this Water Dogs role and this coaching spot. And what I've heard, I want to hear it from you, that you went into this interview with kind of your game plan and your spreadsheet of guys. And even going into this draft, you had the spreadsheet of what guys you believed were going to be protected and unprotected. Can you like talk about that for a little bit? Yeah, I mean that's that that's fair. I mean, I I I spent you know the previous sixteen years in the Division One world, so I think one of the things you miss leaving that is just honestly just like you know you you come home from a fall ball practice and you'd capture the film and you'd watch that film during the evening after you'd put the kiddies to bed and you were just like constantly strategizing and looking at your own team and how do you improve your team or improve you know a, a unit or an individual or whatever it is. Um, so obviously, you know, I no longer have that with the Division One world. But uh, as I was kind of going through, <clears throat> excuse me, this process and you know diving deep into to all the games that were on NBC Gold, it kind of you know it kind of uh, I guess it kind of filled that void of maybe what I was what I was missing. So we were very thorough. Uh, we we know all these rosters really inside and out, and uh, and we had a game plan pretty early on about how we wanted to approach this thing. And uh, and I think uh, I think kind of the fans of, of the Water Dogs Lacrosse Club will kind of see that thing come to fruition, or at least at the beginning stages of it coming to fruition. But uh, you know, we we wanted we wanted guys who had a real versatility about them, guys who could kind of play multiple positions, and we wanted a really good balance of, of experienced guys and inexperienced guys. And uh, and as things you know kind of unfolded with our 18 guys, I mean, you know, one of the one of the unique things is if you if you kind of break up like our, our our sport into all the different positional categories, there's there's seven different positional categories. It's goalie, faceoff, close defense, LSM, short stick, B mid, O mid, and attack. And in all seven of those areas, we ended up grabbing a guy who has some real professional experience, and that was that was very strategic. Um, so you know you, you you do that along with just guys that that have a versatility to their game, and you feel like we can uh, we can build from there. Right. I think so how we plan this out each me and lisa each have a pick that we want to ask you about Mm -hmm. i loved how you talked about cipriano you kind of understand his mind and can you talk about that past relationship that you have with him and kind of the way how y'all see how you see each other working together and what you see for him this season yeah, Charlie. Charlie's the best. I mean, he uh, kind of, kind of an understated guy. Um, 
you know, but obviously has has had a remarkable uh, both collegiate and professional career thus far. And I I I have the belief that his best stuff is still in front of him. Um, I I think I mean you even talked to Coach Towers coming out of training camp last year. He said it basically was a coin flip between Blaze and Charlie, and I think they just went with Blaze, maybe a little bit younger, kind of coming off of a successful indoor season, and uh, maybe they felt like Blaze threw slightly of a better outlet. But um, he he really said it was a coin flip. Blaze goes on, and Blaze is the uh, you know he's kind of the the goalie MVP of the PLL last year, and uh, you know I think it tells you how close Charlie really was to kind of being in that exact same category. Category. So Charlie's a winner. He's totally made of the right stuff. Obviously, I coached him for four years at Fairfield, but this this decision was. Uh, I, I mean, I mean, I don't want to say it's it was not a loyalty. Like I'm, I'm loyal to all former players, but this decision it was not it was not like a loyalty thing. It was like a very objective yeah. look at all the goalies available who we really felt good uh, about and wanted to go with, and Charlie just kind of rose right to the top there. So yeah. Right. He's a really good one, and I, I understand how important the goalie position is in this league with one-goal games and two-point shots and all that stuff. You need somebody who's rock-solid there, and I feel like we're getting that in Charlie. Right. My guy that I'm interested in hearing you explain about is um, Stephen DiNapoli. During the expansion draft, when you were giving your explanations, you said he might be the best athlete in the league, which I thought was really interesting because um, last year he played in seven games. He's you know a member of Team USA. I don't think he really got um, the exposure probably that he should have had. Uh, and you said too that he's finally healthy. So what do you think you're gonna see? We're gonna see out of him this season. Yeah, he's he, he's great. I mean, I've had obviously a few conversations with him. I know right now he kind of has his his well sights in the short term on obviously having a having a successful DLL summer, but he wants to kind of give the Team USA thing another go in in, in twenty twenty two. You know, this summer it sounds like he won't need to play with a knee brace, so there won't be any restrictions there. And it's uh you know it's just from guys who I trust in and around the league that really really know know these guys and what they're all about. And, Steve has uh, he has an unbelievable reputation, and I think he's he's tough. He's really competitive. Uh, you know, he's kind of approaching thirty, so he has just some of that. You know, kind of more more uh, experienced, uh, kind of been there, done that side to him. And uh, and I really just like what the guy's all about. So in the midfield, we took we took him, who's kind of our one true D midi, and then we have four guys who I'd put in that two way midi category, and that's Drew Snyder, Danny Ipe, Kyle McClancy, and uh, and Ryan Conrad. And then we have you know three guys that are probably more offensive minded, two Canadians there in Westburg and uh, and Ben McIntosh, and then we have Connor Kelly, who obviously is kind of the the guy that we have pegged as, as, as the alpha in, uh, in the midfield, but, uh, no, but, but back to Steve, I think very highly of him, just, uh, just a combination of, of athlete and competitor. And, uh, and he's going to add a lot of value to what we do. When I first saw the roster, I, there were parts of me that I was like, okay, like I kind of get it. But then watching the draft and hearing mm-hmm. both you and Boyle talk about it, it makes so much sense. Yeah, that's what I, one of my notes too was that like, when we first saw I was like, oh, like this is not what I exactly. expected. But then after hearing you talk about it, like, and your familiar, familiarity with a lot of these guys, it makes a ton of sense. Right. Well, it's funny. I, I you know, I think kind of one of those misconceptions is maybe, you know, it, it's easy for, for people on the outside to say, you know, I just want, I want the 18 most talented individual B 
people mm-hmm. or players who are available. And, and from my end, I'm looking at it like I don't really care one through 18. You know, this is a team sport. you got to build a team. So you need kind of complementary guys with how you, how you approach the whole thing. And, um, you know, the, the four attackmen that were available to us in, in Reeves, McArdle, Drenner, and Cuccinello, I love these four. I think we're in a home run there. But that ultimately – you know, it is a little bit of a driver in terms of how you approach your midfield. So you have some attackmen that can dodge, that can get to the racks. You can complement them with some with some off-ball, you know, good cutters, uh, just kind of like high-efficiency guys that, that don't need the ball in their stick every possession. They can play without it. Um, and, and to be honest with you, I mean, if you just want to throw out like a hypothetical, like if we, you know, say, say we took one dodging attackman, then you had Miles Thompson on the right wing and say you had Kevin Buchanan on the left wing. So you have a couple off ball guys there. Had things gone down that way, then you probably look at your midfield a little bit, a little bit differently. Right. And that's maybe when you target a guy like Salcedo or, uh, you know, just a, just a couple other like really elite Dodgers that can, that can kickstart your offense, but you don't need an offense of, of six dodge and shoot guys that, 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 that tends not to work. So, you know, there's a little element to this where you're trying to put the pieces of the puzzle together. Um, and, uh, yeah, like, again, the, the 18 guys we got, I think, look solid as people and players. So we feel really good about them. Right. This was your first time, like, on the media content side with ah. the PLL. What was the – what were the NBC studios like? How was that experience? It is – it was very real. Uh, <laughs> I had to do the I'm whole, sure. like – hair and makeup thing that was interesting yeah what um, was makeup like i mean it was it was sick <laughs> it was uh welcome to our world yeah it was kind of cake you know <laughs> but, but it was a cool experience yeah i mean it was fun like those guys are total studs it's been a lot of fun getting to know them um and you don't you don't really realize like how many how many hands on deck there are there were 20 25 people in there trying to trying to make sure that the whole operation ran uh, ran seamless and uh right. it was uh it was fun though like this is really just the start for you to of building this roster there's still a lot of decisions ahead for you with the entry uh draft and the college draft and then you mix and trade so there's a lot of things that could happen in between now and week one what are you looking for uh, in those entry level drafts, the college draft trades. Yeah, totally. Well, I, uh, I mean, so, so right now the, the 18 guys we assembled, I mean, honestly, we could, we could go play a game with those 18 guys tomorrow. So that was, that was part of it was we didn't want to put ourselves in a position where in any one position, maybe you had to rely on a rookie who's right out of college. That's just a little bit untested at the, at the professional level. Um, so again, th- th- that's kind of the core 18. But looking forward, I think you can be a little bit more specific in your picks. I mean, it's, uh, it, you know, it's not going to be alarming to anybody, right? We only took four defensemen, so we're going to need to find a few more defensemen here. Um, you know, Charlie Cipriano and Drew Simino are not going to be the only goalie and faceoff guys down at training camp. We're going to add at least one more in both of those positions. So we can just start to start to get a little bit more specific, maybe, uh, maybe build a little bit more depth in, in, in certain spots. And, um, you know, it, it'll be exciting for me to kind of see who's available in the entry draft and where we fall in, in that whole lottery and, uh, and just try to try to obviously continue to be strategic with, with how we want to play uh, and just guys who are, again, really good guys and guys who will kind of fit into how we're, uh, how we're trying to do this. Last question. This will probably be decided like in training camp yeah. with the squad together and everything, but, how, what's the huddle breakdown going to be? Is it dogs on three, one, two, three, dogs? Or is it water on three, one, two, three, water? Or woof. 
Wolf on three. Wolf. One, two, three. Wolf. <laughs> yeah, I, that's a good question. I, I'm probably going to leave that to some of the more colorful personalities. I mean, I, I, I really like I like the, you know how I feel about my man Drew Snyder and Westberg. I feel like has some personality there too. So you know, we'll probably task those guys with being in charge of the whole huddle breakdown. But yeah. if you um, need, if you need me and Lisa, I'm, I'm not Lisa's sure we're going to bark. I'm not, the, the whole barking is probably outside looking in. Yeah. <laughs> If I'm sure need, it'll happen organically, whatever yeah. it is. If you need our expertise, we're totally we can help you. We're here, hundred percent. Yeah, we will. We will lean in in, in time. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm I'm sure that will happen. So get through the next couple drafts, so we can figure that out. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Andy, for your time. Yeah, sure, sure. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me. It's been a lot of fun, guys. What a guy! And my first time talking to him. He's fantastic. Super nice guy. And I know from uh the stuff he sent us for fast break like adorable family his daughter oh my gosh. is the cutest he has thing two ever two little girls that are just the cutest thing ever hearing him talk about it it's just mm-hmm. like he, I he said, knows what he's doing 100% i can't believe not what i was expecting when he said chris sabia yeah with the phone calls that's not what i was expecting at all but now i wish we could have heard that <laughs> like, looking yeah and looking back at like this roster i'm just really excited for a lot of these guys to just sort of get more shine than they did Agreed. in 2019 i think we're gonna have a, a lot of these guys on these rosters like become their own sort of stars in 2020 because they're gonna you know yeah get way more playing time probably than they did in 2019 so i make i'm excited for these guys to i it, especially like cipriano as, as he said yes. uh, that was something that i actually didn't know with the coin flip between blaze yeah so i'm really curious to see him get his shot you know last episode i talked about how you know with jacob stover but i mean it easily hearing this information and knowing this now it's going to be the same thing with sep he's getting his chance and this is his the start of his plo kind of story yeah and i talked to connor kelly um and he too i think is really excited and i told him i was like this i feel like this is going to be really good for you and he agreed yeah Especially because, I mean, he, he played a big role in the Whip Snakes, but there's just so many stars on that Whip's team. Yeah. So I'm excited to see Connor. I really texted Dan Ipe after, and he said, I love Andy. We've had such great conversations to, so far. And then he said, I think I'm going to love playing for him. I think we come from the same mindset. Yeah. And too, I think, and I the, think a lot of guys feel that way. Yeah. And the bond that all these players are going to have of being unprotected and then getting chosen by Andy, I think is going to bring them together right away at training camp and help them sort of start that meshing process right i'm excited it's gonna be fantastic to watch i think training camps when it's gonna become the Mm -hmm. first that training camp content and like seeing that it's it's gonna gonna be be a lot like last year's training camp because all the guys it was the first time they ever got to practice together a lot of them hang out together yeah they'll sort of have that little special connection opposed to all our other teams who you know have a year under their belt i know i hope there's kind of a time where they can talk about like hopefully obviously there's no bad blood between them and their previous team but Mm -hmm. it is that chip on their shoulder it is that kind of you know yeah revenge in a way so yeah and that's it connor said that to me he was like i definitely have a chip on my shoulder love that so yeah let's go okay before we get into that speed boy this segment is pre- being supported by shop.premierlacrosseleague.com, the official merchandise store of the PLL. It's the only place you can grab all of your Water Dogs merch, Archer's merch, Whip Snakes merch, Atlas merch, Redwoods merch, Pro merch, Chaos merch, <laughs> or support the league in general with PLL yes. gear if you want some. And we are having a little special sale going on right yes. now. Hint, hint. 
head to shop.premierlacrosseleague.com. Again, that's shop.premierlacrosseleague.com. I'm rocking my Veterans Day shirt. Very I nice. love this shirt. All right, it's time for that speed, speed boy. boy. Speed boy. <laughs> During this segment, Emma will have 52 seconds to answer as many interesting stats, fun facts, anything really about our players, the league, games this season. She's, um, I well, did not do good last say, <laughs> first I did really bad, and I got great. roasted. And who was it? Will Manny actually corrected us. Did you see that? Yeah, I think I did my math wrong. <laughs> I've never claimed to be good at math, so that was my well, bad. So I am, did, uh, that question was scratched. So I don't look as so bad. So you did a little bit better. Yeah. But, but I still uh, did bad. <laughs> I made the questions this week a little easier because the first time around, I really gave you some random questions. Yeah. No, I know. But they, this, is it water dogs? Theme? I was going to say this week, it's all water dog water. players specific water dogs. If she gets it correct, she's going to hear this sound. And if she gets it wrong, she's going to hear this sound. Alrighty. Are you ready? Yes. Are you all listening ready? Um, Yeah, just tell me when you're ready to go. Ready? Yep. Go. What state is Connor Kelly from? Oh, New York. What team was Westberg on before he got traded to the Redwoods? Chrome. Where did Chris Sabia go to college? Penn State. What jersey number is Christian Cuccinello? 22. Where did Ryan Conrad go to college? Virginia. True Maybe. or false, Brian Carolina scored a goal this season. True. Stephen DiNapoli is from New York. True or false? True. Where did Dan Ipe go to college? Harvard. What jersey number is Ben McIntosh? 32. Ugh. How many ground balls did Brody Merrill have this season? 18. Ugh. Where did Andy Copeland go to school? Dartmouth. Ugh. Bucknell University. Oh, I knew that. Because he referenced it in, in the draft. Yes. Oh, I hate myself. Dang it. You did a lot better, though. I did. You were on a roll there. <sighs> Connor Kelly is from Connecticut. I did not know that. Hence why. Um, oh, he's from Copeland. Fairfield. Oh, yes. I should have known that. I just saw it. Oh. Um, what else? Christian Cuccinello is number 30. 30. Um, what else? Ben McIntosh is number 90. 100% wouldn't have gotten that. And Brody Merrill had 36 round balls this season. Hmm. Way better, though. Yeah, I did not. I did not bad. Let's go. Lots of improvement. Lots of improvement. Okay. That concludes our special expansion draft bonus extra, pod. Extra. We hope you enjoyed yourself. I enjoyed myself. I enjoyed myself. <laughs> we let the dogs out. <laughs> Okay. Make sure you subscribe, (laughs) download, leave us a five-star review. 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 Um, Review. Let us know your reactions to the expansion draft, Andy's decisions, who you're excited to see. I hope you enjoyed us bringing Andy on. I I enjoyed it. Andy's a great guy. Yeah. And make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Inside Feed and at Lisa Redmond 29 and at Emma Dams on IG. And we will be back Tuesday. Don't yes. worry. We're going to probably be talking about grown men arguing with each other over Instagram. And Instagram comments. Yeah. yeah. So we can't wait for that. For the record, I'm done trying to make y'all comfortable. 